Babylon's a really bad, stupid fucking movie. You're listening to her just sore and we hated it. Woo! Uh, is it fun, fun to, to shit, shit on? on? This, I mean, I've got like so much shit in hey, me right uh, now. It's so fun when elephants shit on people. It's great. I okay. That's All the perfect right. way to Such open a movie. Yeah, well, here's the thing. Here's the oh, thing. We should have left at that point. This movie. <laughs> yeah, that was the. This this movie opens with a man getting shat on by an elephant, and, and then an elephant getting pissed on by a. We and, can only and, presume and underage girl. They not only get like they must have built an animatronic elephant's <laughs> ass to get that shot. Yeah. Have you seen Brothers Grimsby? See, <laughs> 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 they recycled it. They recycled it. I yeah. saw it in like a clip in the montage at the end. <laughs> Don't worry, guys. Avatar is coming in the future, and you'll cry. Okay. Welcome back to Heard You Saw. It's it's it, it's gonna be a tricky one. And I'm gonna try and keep my voice down to a. We are in the the Broadgate Everyman, and we just watched Babylon by Damien Motherfucking Giselle. Quite, quite apart from anything. Quite apart. I'm good. I've said I've done the cold opens in a while, but it's like. You don't know what masterpiece can come out. Well, so Damien Giselle, I know you listen. I'm gonna fucking kill you. I just want you to know it's on now, motherfucker. Like, I'm going to take three hours of your life, and by three hours, I mean your life. <laughs> He's only got three hours left yeah, in and then you go, yeah. I'm kidding you now. Yeah. Now you've got three hours uh, You will beg for the sweet release of death, as I did watching this film. So, I'm joined by full team coverage. Uh, Ellis. Hi. Shay. Hello. Morton. Hello. Sean. Hello. And Natalie. Hello. And Jim. Hello. And we miss... Yeah. <laughs> No, no, this is everyone. No, this is all seven of us. Well, Racy would be the... Racy, who is returning to She's the UK. She's in the toilet oh, of the world. Yeah, <laughs> um, at some point. Um, we're going to begin as ever with a round of one-line hot takes. Um, I'd like to go first because you may have heard me yell quite crossly <laughs> my one-line hot take on the way to the bathroom was like, what a revolutionary idea it is to just do singing in the rain, but people are allowed to say fuck. <laughs> what a great idea, Damien! You genius! You've done it! You've solved it! Okay, someone else talk. I just want to die. <laughs> we'll go, we'll go. Your Shay. hot take. Oh, uh, I'd like to formally apologize to everyone. <laughs> I was the one who suggested this. I will say, a lot of people are hating on this film. Correctly. Right now. Correctly. Correctly. I, I also think it's bad. But I don't think it was mediocre. And I was happy to more watch a, this awful piece of shit than a mediocre film, let's say. I mean, I have a lot of feelings. <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh, it's, it's, There's, it's a fascinating film is and it, a failure. Is it, no, no, because to be fascinating means it would have to say anything. Hold on, we'll do it. One line, one line. Oh yeah, Alice, one line, I'll take, please. It will be hard to top this for a worse film of the year. True. But I look forward to us trying. <laughs> because it is this year. the second week of January. I was going to say, like, I think I had a conversation with Shay not too long ago over the winter period when I said, you know what, I don't want us to just see things that are bad. I'd like us to see things that and we you, think are we good and interesting. <laughs> I knew nothing about this film. I, 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 so I, this I, is my I, line, one-line hot take. Yes, is that, please, like, Jim. Okay. 
So when I was invited to come to brunch and a movie and then podcast, I was like, oh, there's lots of films I want to see in the, film, in the cinema right now. Puss in Boots I want to see. Megan I want to see. Tar I want to see. Yeah. And then when I heard it was Babylon, I nearly didn't come. Yeah. Do you regret that decision? Because you could have left after brunch. I could have left after brunch. We got the drinks. Yeah. These yeah. That's why one line hot tech. Lemonade. I could have left after brunch. Lemonade, Lemonade is here. Yes, yeah, I say something quick. Sorry. There you go. You're on the you're, pops. Oh, you're on the spreadsheet now. So, well, I don't want to make it sound threatening, but That's there's a spreadsheet. Sorry, yeah. fucking sound yeah. Never mind. Out of context. Shay keeps Thank the spreadsheet, not me. Yeah. Side yeah. Side yeah. That makes it no yeah. better. Thank you very much. Oh, Cope is Shawnee John. Ah, Babby, for me. Did you not get anything, Walton? Old Fashioned is here. No, Old oh, Fashioned okay. is here. No. The Picante is yours in a moment. Yes. Uh, okay. that? Oh, that's that one. Cool. Uh, <laughs> all right. It's the yeah. one with the chili. Okay. Um, Natalie, uh, your one line hot take, please. Um, I can't think of anything better than subtext. Who needs it? <laughs> <laughs> Just show everyone exactly what you want them to think. It's the Garth Marenghi quote of I know artists who use subtext and they're cowards. <laughs> Um, this is high art. No, what we're doing here is it matters to people. No, even more, like if you were expecting subtext, if you were expecting a bit of you know art, then you're the asshole. Mm. You're pretentious. Yeah. Why would you want things to be good? Why should you care about the way that dialogue is delivered in a medium that involves speaking? Said said the silent oh. film actor. Sean, your one line hot take, please. I mean, Considering how this film was going, and uh, I almost expected the end of the film to just be Damien Giselle popping up on the screen and going, Behold! Cinema! <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have been surprised. It ends with the Nicole Kidman AMC ad. <laughs> um, Morton, finally, your one line hot take. <laughs> so, if the first half hour to an hour is supposed to be like the kind of big, exciting, but ultimately disappointing orgy. The next two and a half hours are the unshiftable, painful genital warts and close of pain. <laughs> <laughs> that follows. That's a great review. Well done. That is absolutely stellar and entirely... I, I want to yeah. say that I don't wish to recount the plot of this film. There's not much to say. Yeah. No. It's singing in the rain, but they're allowed to say fuck a lot. And see, that's the most irritating, because I was picking up on all of the singing in the rain references. Yeah. Like when they put singing in the rain. And then they put singing in the rain in the movie. Yeah. And as we like, haha, you didn't notice. I was like, no, I fucking did. It wasn't clever. Hey, the thing was, they... someone is going to make a great video essay about <laughs> the singing I am the rain never watching another bit of footage of, and certainly not editing that footage. But only if Jordan can get his Kickstarter. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, That's why he's going to spend 10 grand on this. I, I thought it was a little on the nose when they had all of the people performing the song Singing in the Rain, the features in the film Singing in the Rain. And I was like, because well, at that point I was like, well, this is a lot of just, we're just redoing bits from Singing in the Rain, except everyone says fuck a lot. And then they put the song in, and I was like, okay, well, like, okay, yeah, you're showing your work, Damien. And then in the end of the film, they just put Singing in the Rain, the film, in yeah. the film. As if to say, do you see? Do you see what I did? Yeah. Aren't I clever, like, Daddy? So as if, as if assuming that 
nobody in the audience has ever seen singing that little known film yeah, singing yeah. in the rain That's before. Or the, the artist. Or all the other times this guy references singing in rain. Yeah. And, 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 la la or and any other film. Oh yeah, I kept hearing the La La Land sort of vi- uh, audio it's, motif, and I wasn't sure I was I was imagining it. You had you weren't. I heard that throughout the yeah. entire thing. It's gotta be. No, they kept doing the same like Yeah. And that's exactly like I really hate like Hollywood films about Hollywood as it is because it's just so navel-gazing and oh look at the art we make and yeah. just jerking off about it and of the canon of those types of films like you have a film referencing all the other ones yeah. which is like well why don't we just watch those like yeah. it's all like it, it's navel-gazing squared can I check though were the speakers shit or was just the sound some design the, and no, I think the quality sound just terrible some yeah, of the okay. things were just like off there were lots of bits where like they had dialogue set to video where people's lips weren't in sync which I found annoying because I spotted it a couple of times and I started looking for it was probably an artistic choice oh yeah like you know it's fucking the rise of talkies gotta talk about the introduction of sound as a film thing isn't it important that movies are important <laughs> It's because, well, I didn't never really have that much. Shit, no, 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 I was like, well, that's a bad note to start off, but I'm sure we can work our way back. And I was like, all right, hedonistic, Baz Luhrmann-style, sexy orgy, whatever, everyone's doing cocaine, no. blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I don't care about any of this, I'm wanting the plot to happen. Yes. And the, the bit where it lost me was when they were trying to film, they were doing the bit of, like, from Singing in the Rain, where she has to do a talking scene. Yeah. And it, it's so hard to do my job. <laughs> Eight whole takes yeah. with a new technology that nobody's worked with before, and we're not allowed to be drunk. And I'm just like, All right. and we'll just move on from the man dying. 
Yeah. Again, so multiple yeah. times. Yeah. Yeah. from so every many, single person so accidentally times. dying. Like, yeah, I'm so, so irritated. We're just like, oh, look, they're terrible, and people die, and they and uh, like do, they do terrible things to each other. Yep. And you're meant to find it amusing. And it's just, or charming. No. Yeah, Brad Pitt is indestructible. Yeah, like, he will go out on his own terms. Language. Mm. That was I mean, I saw yeah. that. That dude doing like a massive anti-Semitic rant. Where did this? There's no. There's no wink wink. No. It's just him being a terrible person. Yeah, just like a so weird... it just is incredibly uncomfortable. Not like a single anti-Semitic slur, but like a full-on good 25 to 30 second long anti-Semitic rant yeah. at a stagehand to which I was like, okay, I know it's the 20s, but you also seem really keen to not engage with any other aspect of it being the 20s, yeah. really. Yeah, it's like, it's like half hey. a foot over the line of everyone's um, racist, but also we're showing... Like, include, like, including people of color, but also the, it's the 20s, but also it's, it's it, it didn't know what to do with itself. Remember it, it took the, no moral stance whatsoever. Yeah. Remember when it was the 20s and it was just cool to be bisexual? Mm. Right? Remember when that yeah, was a I thing in the remember. 1920s and it was 100% fine? Can I? Okay. Well, okay, well, wait, wait, wait. There, is, there, there is a sort of precedent it, for that. That, like, yeah. certainly in Hollywood mm. in the twenties, it was like very hedonistic, and you, know, right. you, you got films like Wings that, like, actual had like quit like explicit queer representation, and then the Hays Code came in and uh, fucked yeah, all see, that. Yeah, this is. I think this is where the film missed the trick. In, yeah. Instead of it being the turning point being silent to talkies, it should have been about this kind of hedonistic sexual expression that was that was there present in these films yeah. and then the Hayes Code came in and totally destroyed that yeah. and that made more sense with what these characters kind of represented which was this like hedonistic expression yeah. and like queerness is not just about like these set identities it's about this like way of life this way of future yeah. and living yeah. and stuff but and there was traces of that in the film especially mm. with like the East Asian character Lady and Joe, Lady Joe and yeah. And, and the rape stuff, and all of that stuff was there, but it felt like it was like missing. It, 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 it felt like that was like, it felt like it was written by a straight man who knew about that stuff but didn't know how to engage with it properly, and so made it about the thing that we already all know about and already have seen in movies the sap, the silence, yeah. yeah. that fun outage, which is what I wanted to put in it. But no, it's you, like, you, that's the important thing, is like, look at this. The film started excess. Look, people are shoving things up their butt. They're doing weird things. You know, fine. Let's go with that. And then it's not about that. No, really. it's really the, not that's about the, that. Because you, you've hit the nail on the head. Is like the, all the talky, like the, the introduction of like sound and how it revolutionized cinema, um, didn't really have anything to do with what most of the film was about um, and so th and then to end it with this whole singing on the rain about like oh look we're part of this history of cinema and it's like but they didn't contribute to that at all. Yeah. So why did they? Why does he feel connected to this? Yeah, did... you're you're left the whole time being like, who the fuck was Brad Pitt? I don't give a fuck about this he guy. He was. Yeah. His was character he was. He was. He told me he was, but like Frank, why? His Jack Jack, Jack, Jack London Jack then Jack Conrad. I feel like his story, he needed to die like halfway through and he shouldn't, his story he, well, was dragged over really too long. Well, he didn't need to exist, but if they really wanted his character. He got almost, yeah, yeah, he no, got no, almost no, comedically no. killed a couple of times. Yeah, he got hit like, by that car. And that yeah. just, got and hit by a car, never referenced again. He was fell shot. off the roof, fell into the pool, didn't die, got shot by his ex-wife, was fine. 
and then just kills himself off screen and you're like okay, right. you know what the first thing is after that car crash I when know. like you're almost completely convinced that you're dead or like at least damaged yeah but the first point at which that he's in the film again is when he's then on the phone to Manny and he's just like no you did well it's just like okay cool so he's alive again yeah <laughs> now that you were you started with the sentence there yeah, yeah. Sorry, well, okay <laughs> <laughs> I think the 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 bit that felt like that really crossed me from I'm really not enjoying this film to oh god help um was the whole mafia subplot oh, god, in yes. the third act with Tony Maguire just... leading us through you know the part of his contract being a producer was like you put me in the movie guys yeah. but, but also as as a queer coded villain mm-hmm. a stereotype from a very long time ago, which I really didn't appreciate. Yeah. Well, that's what's really the the Hayes Code thing being like, this is the excess, mm. and then going, oh, if you don't let that excess be this thing, it becomes this tainted, horrible, disgusting thing. In the, disgusting in the gay thing. This gay, oh, he wears yeah. makeup. Oh, and I, no. kind of, I, whispered, I whispered to Ellis, like, midway. I was like, I think I'm Toby Maguire. And. I think that's, yeah, I think that's the point, because obviously movies are like thesis, antithesis, synthesis, so it's trying to do these like contrasts and stuff, but it's like, no, you know what? Being queer was fine and fun and good. Mm. Oh no, oh, no, queer, being queer was fine if it was a lady. It's threatening if it's a man. Yeah, that's true. And, and also just the whole, like, that whole Sorry, scene... Sorry, it sounded like I was agreeing with that point a bit too hard. <laughs> but also, that, that scene where, like, because Tobey Maguire was, like, the whole thing was, like, oh, look, the, the hedonism of the, the 20s is gone and we've been confined to this place here because this town has changed. Welcome like, to LA's butthole. But also, it's just like, like, okay, Tobey Maguire is saying that, but we haven't really seen that change in the actual, like, filmmaking that's in the film. But All Jim, we've seen is the technological Jim, remember change. remember when we went to a snooty high society party for some reason? And, like, we were meant to feel bad for Margot Robbie because people kept asking her opinions about art. And she's like, I don't know anything. It's too difficult. And then she ate a bunch of food, threw up on a dude, and left. And I was like, all right. I took a bath. And took a bow, because of course, you know. Like, remember that shift from like, when she was at the sexy orgy where nobody, everyone was just head empty just to fuck everything. She was like, this is the greatest thing ever, I love cocaine. And then she was at a party where it asked her to like, it came so close in in the film to the whole speech that Brad Pitt did about, did about like, ah, oh, these movies mean something to people and you and your fucking enjoying like Miss Julie by Strindberg, you elitist like thing. And I was just like, Okay, but what do you want to say, Damien? Are you trying to say that, like, people are bad for thinking art is interesting and asking people's opinion of it? Or is it that, like, you think movies are the opiate of the masses and this, like, populist thing that people really... He doesn't know what he was trying to say. He doesn't stop saying anything. All I could think of during that speech was the the Super Bowl episodes of It's Always Sunny, where... (laughs) The Dan- worst people in the world doing things that you hate. Yeah, when when Danny DeVito is just like saying, I oh, know you've got to let these guys go out into the stadium, and it's like it's cricket, it's uh, it's Ponderosa, and they're just going to be terrible when they go out into the stadium at the Super Bowl. And he's just like, they work hard every week. They work hard every week, so on Sundays they can get drunk and shout abuse at people. They like get paid millions more than them to throw a ball around on the field, and it was just. This, the speech in this film was just meaningless, like you say, yeah. because it was just 
it was like you say, it wanted to be, oh no, it's not low art, it's accessible art. Yeah. But then at the same time, it was like, but it is low art. And like, but also, but the, yeah, also him saying that in his fucking mansion was a bit. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, also, like, I the, think that was maybe part of the point, but it wasn't probably. But it explored. wasn't, it didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. It also just, I don't know if this is necessarily a thing that was like true of the time, but I'm like, you realize we had like theater as a thing and had had for like thousands of years. So everyone being like, you have to say words and hit your marks. I'm like, guess where you have to say words and hit your marks? On stage. And all of these Hollywood actors who apparently are all just deviant drug people who never acted before and would the, like the whole thing with the thing at the in the film shoot at the start where they get that you know allegedly beautiful shot of him like kneeling and kissing that lady who's in his mind with the German director. Yeah. He was like so drunk he was falling over and almost vomiting, but then he is seized by the spirit of like I guess creativity and joy. And we're meant to be like, wow, what a good actor this drunken idiot is. And then they say, oh, could you apply some measure of skill? And he acts like he's being asked to, you know, fucking paint the Sistine Chapel on his back the whole time. <laughs> Just, oh! I was genuinely surprised by that scene, though, that he didn't vomit on her. I was expecting, <laughs> yeah. that, I was expecting that to be the end beat of it. And because, it just, you know why we expected that? The elephant because, shit. Yeah, because <laughs> they set Damien, expectations. Damien Chazelle is not good at writing comedy. No, no. It's always God, just okay, no, poop gags. He's, he's not good at writing comedy, but he's also just not good at directing full stop after watching this. He because, should like, stop making films. I would just say it. Just maybe stop making Damien, films. We've we, seen enough he should have stopped making this film a lot already. sooner than he did. <laughs> I also thought it was like so yeah, many shots no, of like, yeah. zooming in on man playing trumpet into the horn. I'm like, oh, he's doing it again for the fifth time. <laughs> we cheated a bit. Like We talked a little bit before the, uh, before the pod. And one of the things I said to Nick that I will repeat now is yeah. that for me, this is like the sharpest drop off a cliff that I've ever seen a director make. From Whiplash, which I really enjoyed. It was tight, it was small. He shot it in 14 days and it was good fun. Whiplash at least said stuff. Yes. No, Whiplash said the exact same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you'd it, be awful to make your art because art is so important. But it men. did it. It did it concisely, and it did it in a. <laughs> it did it, it quickly. It, <laughs> it, <did> it, <laughs> <laughs> it did it. It, it, did it, it did it in a fun way. You know what? If then he went and made La La Land, which was like a film of. What if white people invented jazz? Yeah, like, and you know, that as well. I didn't mind La La Land because oh, I did not find that. <laughs> then, 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 no, it's not. Oh shit! Okay, fair enough. I forgot he made that. So much. Yeah. Man was so boring. I forgot no, he but that. that. Look, this man doesn't know how to make an exciting film. Like, <laughs> like the idea of like, let's take a boring man oh. and make a film about him and make it about the existentialism of life. I really, I'm I much just more mean, interested in that. I, yeah. uh, what I, the, the point that I was driving towards was that this he's just made effectively La La Land again, but in the twenties with nothing new to say Badly. at all and made it terribly but also just on like a basic level you could see the influence of each director in each scene and it just made you wish you were watching something by someone good yeah it broke like, yeah. the Casablanca rules no, so much film, oh, yeah. like the, the first the first hour where it's all at the party well, blah, 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 you're just like right okay why isn't this just actually one massive long shot rather than doing lots of little long shots he did some where I'll you're give, doing I'll for give like credit some nice for one a yeah, yeah. Well, there were some nice than, ones you know but the, the whole thing should have been and it would have been 
it would have built that atmosphere see, what, so what much I, what more. I thought, what I thought this film was going to be when it started, I was like, okay, this is going to be like a bottle episode at the party. And it's meant to be sort of pointing out that, like, out of this chaos, out of, like, this hedonism and stuff like that, you can see these connections being made between various people who are all fraying at the edges in various ways. And at the end of it, we might go see them make a film and be like, okay, they have all this chaotic, frenetic energy, but it's in service of doing something. And then the party ended after, like, ten minutes with, like, dead girl... Elephant, you know all that shit. That, I was that just like, bit was a good hour. I would say it wasn't ten minutes. I think it was five. This is the, when, when the Babylon credit first, like the title card first appeared. I was like, I think it's been like half an hour, and I'm glad because that means I'm sick for the way through. Yeah. I, I, I when said the, under my breath, "Oh fuck me!" When the credits <laughs> came up, because so I was like, "Oh, we're just at the credits point." When that happened, I was just like, "Oh my god, he thinks he's done something really clever there because it's been quite a long time." But actually, you were just exhausted by that point, mm-hmm. and it wasn't it wasn't doing anything. But what I would take from what you just said there about like how it's these chance meetings and whatnot—that's what I felt it then didn't nail in the like second and third parts of the film. As the such, third act, I'm just that to talk it, about. It wasn't sure whether it was a unique story in that oh look at these people who have met by chance and then they've had these amazing slash horrible experiences, or if it was saying. Oh, this is just one of the many stories like this that will have gone on yeah. for like so many people on so many different sets, and it just it didn't know if its story was special or bland. Yeah, Sean, you warned us before we went in that this movie is loud, mm. and it is. <laughs> um, having seen like bits and pieces of this film, like you know, obviously working in a cinema, mm. how was it to sit through the whole thing for you? Oh, torture. <laughs> <laughs> I think I was like I was constantly checking my phone all for the time. Mm-hmm. Nah, guys, no, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, you were sat next to me. So, but that was the thing of like the first Even time in I the checked. Shit film, it, that's annoying. Yeah, you buy a watch. <laughs> but that was the thing I wanted to get out of that film so badly. Like there was, was a, there was a point when I finished my drink and I was like I'd really like to go to the bar and get a drink, but I had made the mistake of sitting on the very furthest inside bit of the road. I'm like, yeah. if I get up, I'm have to gonna go past. We, would, we wouldn't have minded. No, I know you guys wouldn't have minded. I went and got another drink. They wouldn't have minded. It's actually yeah. awesome. Yeah, I did think about but I, I, I that. That would have been worse, yeah. Sure. I, I, at one point, I will say that I did turn to Jim and say, I'm sorry. And I think it was I think it was, it was when... The moment it ended, you said, I'm sorry, and I said, I will never forgive no, you. No, there was a point. I think, uh, but I think there was a point when Brad Pitt says, oh, do people really want sound in their film? And then there's a... A shit sound in the background. Yeah, yeah, I said, "Oh, very witty, Damien, to myself. I was just like, "Very clever." Isn't it funny that like people poop and you can hear it? <laughs> I literally made this film in college, guys. Oh. <laughs> well, actually, uh, fact about this film: Damien Giselle had this idea before he did Whiplash, and he basically he was told that he's not strong enough of a filmmaker to make it at that time. And he, he remains. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 did he? <laughs> Who did tell him that now? No one's around. There's a film called, I think it's called When Hands Touch by Amara Santi. Oh, yeah. About a, a black German woman who falls in love with a Nazi. Yeah. And it's literally awful. And she was also told, you're not 
strong enough to make this film yet, make some other films, and then it was it's such a fucking awful film. <laughs> it's because it's the nice people, way of saying nobody have, wants yeah, to watch this. Oh, <laughs> you're not strong enough for this. Is yeah, is the new code for? Can someone can someone just do me a favor as of sheer masochism? Because my phone is recording. <laughs> can you please just look up the budget for this film? <laughs> oh, I the don't cast was enormous. It must be. Yeah, like because this looked expensive. I, th- I also feel I also mentioned that like. Brad Pitt is like undergoing some like allegations of stuff right now, yes. oh, which is another wait, really think, uncomfortable yeah, thing about watching him in this film. Especially during some scenes. In character. Yeah. Yeah, it was Jesus Christ. Really was... enjoyed watching him yell at women. Yeah. In this. I will say that <laughs> I, I, time. Think... I really enjoyed the anticipation of when this gets turned into like a secret cinema production in five years' time and we get to watch all of the news articles of mm. like extras of that that are assaulted by city boys. So Jesus. that'll be fun. Mm. Like the Great Gatsby. Yeah. It's... It, it had vibes. I'm just struggling. I, I, I'm trying to think of a positive thing to say. Not necessarily about the film, but about the situation. I, I, I have the budget. All right. It was 78 to 80 million. Yeah. Which, that, is, which isn't a lot. That's wild. But, but its box really? office at the moment is 15 million. Uh, that's not good for no. them. That's... But it is only Sunday. Yeah, but that's cheaper no, than that I thought. that is the American box office. It's already been, it's it's been, been out, out for it's been weeks out for over there. Either. It's been out for a while. Yeah, it was Boxing yeah. Day, wasn't it, in America? It came out like a week Ooh. after Avatar. And it has a shot of Avatar in oh, the movie. I just... Okay. But yeah, so you're, you're saying about the um, the Casablanca effect. Yeah, the, is, yeah the ca- if, you're, if you're watching a film that references Casablanca, then you just start thinking like, oh, Casablanca's a great film, I wish I was watching that. Yeah, don't put Casablanca in your movie because your audience will... Like yeah. Jim says, They've wants done this to watch with it. every movie. Like, Which, Singing in the Rain, fucking Terminator 2. Yeah. As if. I was like, I was like, God, I'd love to watch Terminator 2. But right? the, the Casablanca moment Tron. is literally the tiniest distillation of what you said. We're singing in the rain, but you can say fuck. Yeah. In that, it's like, oh, quite frankly, Scarlett, you're a cunt. Yeah. It's just yeah. like, just okay, like, oh, cool, that's, yeah, the, oh, that's the level. Very we're, clever. We're very clever. Here. What yeah. if they said the C word in Gone with the Wind? I'm not sure if they really wanted. If I want to watch 2001, I don't want it to be about 2001 years movies. Because uh, that was what the ending was, was it was 2001. Yeah. yeah. With the colours. Well, they even have a shot of two, they had the space station from 2001. Yeah, 2001 yeah, was also in the box. In case you didn't get it. I, did, yeah. I didn't see it. Did you miss it, it the first time that, you know, I like... Blinked. Oh, don't worry, guys, at some point, <laughs> fucking, um... Oh god, I'm blanking on his name. Who directed 2001? Kubrick. Stanley Kubrick. At some point, Stanley Kubrick will be invented and he'll make movies perfect forever. Perfect forever. I, if, 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 if David Giselle could have taken off the camera and said, don't worry guys, it's perfectly okay that he's going to abuse, not Sissy Spacek. Is it Sissy Spacek? Who was in uh, uh, The Shining? Shelley Duvall. Shelley Duvall. All of that stuff that happened to Shelley Duvall was like worth it because the movie's good. And they like, did a lot of takes. They did. <laughs> they did 145 <laughs> takes. You know, specifically for weird And Martha Robbie only did eight. Yeah. And, and, and lost her shit. And a man died. Again. <laughs> but it's, you know, it's the whole sort of Pablo Picasso thing of like, oh, we're all shit, but we're but what we're creating is worth being shit. But that's like, what Whiplash is, and that's what all is. Yeah. Like Whiplash is like, I'm a ter- I'm weird. I'm emotionally abusive, people. but I make your drum good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Look, and I'll be proved right at the end of the yeah, film. Maybe this is actually like a piece of performance art. Maybe <laughs> Jamie, uh, maybe Damien Chazelle is what the J.K. Simmons to our Miles Teller. What he said, go and make singing in the rain, but you can say fuck better than I did, kids. Like, yeah, I, he's I, just I, shouting abuse at us I, by I, making films. I'm just so annoyed at like, you know, there's interesting ideas in this film, which is Sydney Palmer. Name and three. Oh, right, yeah. What? Of like, here's like, this is real history of like, mm. you know, Paul Robeson was a black actor who mo- went to Europe, made this film called like Borderland or something with like no, queer directors and stuff. There were, there were these queer think tanks that existed and would like, and in the film, Brad Pitt's like, we need to reinvent the cinema we need to think of what's new and create the barrel house of cinema he had like two seconds of being really cavalier about doing new shit and then everyone forgot about that yeah but but that's what's the new shit is this like the queer yeah the the exploration of that and then they just don't explore in this film and like obviously history shows that like it gets buried in the archive. You're right, this, this um, straight actor gets remembered, Jack Conrad. Conrad. He will get remembered as what? In that terrible fucking on the nose speech. Yeah. Can I just say the thing? I, you will, it's like you will exist for all eternity with angels and ghosts, and I feel like I have been living for all eternity in the duration of this film because yeah. it will not end. It and it's so, so many of that like, this could be the last shot of the film. Big. And then it wasn't, and that kept Every happening. Time. So much, especially during that end montage. It's like, okay, it's gonna, you know, end on Manny. No, it's gonna end on the audience. No, it's gonna end on the above. No, it's, it's gonna, gonna end on the montage of cinema. <laughs> and I was like, no, back to Manny. I was, I, mean, I, was, I was so annoyed when he didn't get shot, because I was like, oh God, there's more story about him. I also did find it really fucking funny that he went to a cinema in Los Angeles in 1952, and there was a, Wide multicultural group of this people. Is what <laughs> saying. I was like, that doesn't seem the very shot. That doesn't take into account that none of those people could sit next to each yeah, other. Yeah, oh, like in sec- that shot, in it was that time. Fifties, they still had second. Damien, I was also that, expecting it to end with a gunshot as well. Yeah, but it, yeah, this, like. I want to um, bring in Callum's criticism of um, both La La Land and First Man, which is that... Um, Friend of the pod, Callum. Yeah. Shout out. Um, Damien Chazelle often, like, his, his thing about films seems to be that, like, in order to, to succeed at anything, you just have to do what has come before you, but harder and better. Um, <laughs> And that's not what innovation. He got one of them. Yeah. Got harder. It was a lot harder and, to watch. And I, and I saw that, like, like, well, of course, like true innovation, like, is often distrusted because it's unfamiliar. And like, um, and I like, it really struck out to me that like they were saying, oh, we need to revolutionise cinema. Cinema. How? What can we do to make high art? And the answer to that turned out to be sound. But they didn't come up with that answer themselves. One of them literally went to see the jazz singer yeah. and was like, oh, we should be doing what they're doing. And it's like. Well, well, yeah. yeah. Well, Everything's going to change, oh, Frank. And, and again, when when um, when, when Simon... Oh, they're clapping blackface right now. <laughs> I also was like, I was like, you mentioned Al Johnson. Al, Al Johnson. Are we going to see Al Johnson doing blackface and really getting over and people be like, this is amazing. But it is like, like when many, Manny's like, career as an executive started because of an idea that somebody else gave him. Yeah. Simon Palmer just like, oh, the cameras are pointing in the wrong way. And then he was like, we should put the cameras on the band instead. And he got promoted, even though... He didn't come up with that idea. Well, he, he did have the smallest thing we said. It was more of a collaboration. Yeah, okay, sure. He tried. He, yeah, he gave like that guy a lot of money. He tried, but but that's the thing. Like, he's meant to be, like, uh, a really good executive, but very rarely 
like he didn't never had inspiration himself. Someone just handed him the idea and he did it. Sydney, you know, in the end he realised that selling out was bad, which is another common thing which is a motif. Don't sell out. But he had a bad. It yeah, technically he already had sold yeah, out yeah, yeah. as well, though. I know. But was... like, I'm just thinking about Lana oh, Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, no, that. He's got, he's got nothing to sell. I think the That's thing true. for me is like, I'm trying to get into the mindset of a person who makes this film and like understand what you're going for. Because it went like. I don't want to harp too much on the fucking third act because like, God, it was tedious, but just like, it really felt like he'd realized, oh, this movie isn't really very interesting anymore. I need to introduce stakes. Let's have Tobey Maguire and like, you know, Margot Robbie has got into a bunch of debt to the mall. But I'm like, what has this got to do with anything that we've been doing for the past two hours? And it just rolls in and then it doesn't go anywhere. And then he just doesn't get killed for no fucking reason. To just bring bring in a cave full of like differently abled people in mm. like rubber suits. That's what like... you know. Come on, that's that's what the true LA culture is. It's oh, yeah. Yeah. that was a crocodile. <laughs> 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 no, I the thing that I hated as well though yeah. was that it was really inconsistent in everything, but in its kind of pacing and timing, again, in that it didn't know whether it wanted to be a film about moments or like a grand bird's eye view of things as well. So like in some moments, you'll get like captions of the time that's passing during the day. And then in other yeah. moments, you'll have time has passed in terms of decades. Yeah. And you just like, just you've not invested us enough in the characters to believe that they wouldn't have just died or killed themselves or like failed miserably by this point to adapt. Like, I don't believe that they're still around like five years later in that point, kind of clinging on. A thing that I found um, weird was in the newspaper montage where they talk about like, you know, you see all the footage of like MGM studios being blown up and stuff like that. And like the rise of the new landscape of film and stuff. And I, was, I felt like, oh, we're saying that like literal years have passed. And then after that, a thing comes up with a footnote saying, oh yeah, by the way, uh, fucking Nelly died. And I'm like, I assume she got killed by the hitman when she wandered off yeah. into the darkness and we just didn't want to see him. You also have the smash cut of the journalist at Brad Pitt's funeral to a newspaper and article then she about dies. her dying. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Because she said she was going to die, Sean. It's foreshadowing. you got to bury that lead and say, she, soon I'll, I'll be dead. Really sort of blacked out in those kind of moments. Yes. <laughs> um, amazing how good Margot Robbie is and how much I didn't care that she died. <laughs> like, I've, I've seen her in other films and she, I think she's really good, but I didn't give a shit about her in this. Yeah, yeah I, I don't think she was particularly good in this because, yeah, she just she had was, I mean, they lit yeah. literally introduced Anyone her having a Karen that. moment trying to get into a party she's not invited to after cra uh, crashing a stolen car into a statue. And it's, it's all sort of playing like, oh, you're charmed by her. And I'm like, I'm fucking she's not. She's, she's, she seems like in a terms, fucking nightmare. In terms of privileged white people failing upwards, <laughs> it's, it's a brilliant history of Hollywood. But yeah. We're really supposed to care about this thin white woman when like, we're seeing like all the diversity of LA. But no, it sucks because she's got a Jersey accent. Yeah, it's hard for her because she has and to like... And her mum's in a sanatorium who we... You know, never she, see she does again. have a bad, yeah. uh, you know, her little sob story moment. Can but I ask like, she you assume that her father put her there? Right. I think. So that can I, uh, he can I, can could we, then be her manager and like ride on her coattails. Can we talk about, just touching on Margot Ruby's character, 
the Many people did. The, the, the snake fighting sequence. Mm. No, I walked. I was I out of the room. You missed the yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you did miss that. I missed the best part. No, no, no. Yeah, it was, it was, no, you didn't. I was. I. I. I literally because you know she. So I don't know when you left, but she goes to the bathroom after she had a dance with the yeah, I, um, lady Faye. Yeah, and they were interrupted by someone jumping into the pool, and then she hears a bunch of people talking shit about how she's like a donkey and like she can't act and her career's over, blah blah blah. And she goes out and like saying, I want to see someone fight a snake. So they then she says to her dad, fight a snake, and he's like, alright. And then we cut to like them just driving in the desert. And I literally said I said quite smart, I was like, oh we're actually okay, we're actually doing this, cool. She spots a snake somehow. The eyes of a fucking hog. Yeah. <laughs> just like instantly there's a rattlesnake in the dark. She forgot for a moment that her character was from Jersey. Not, <laughs> the not, desert. not Australia, is yeah, she? She's not, she's not Mad Max, you know, like and they go out, her dad goes to like fight the snake and collapses from being too drunk. Um, she then demands somebody fights the snake. Everyone refuses because it's a big angry rattlesnake. So she goes and picks it up and waves it around going, look, I'm tougher than all of you. The snake then bites her in the throat. Cool. And she runs around screaming. Everyone's screaming. Brad Pitt gets hit by a car. Um, then later... Oh, wow, okay. Yeah. Well, See, this is literally. You came in just after he had been hit by a car. Yeah. And I knew... I already knew how Jim was feeling about the film. <laughs> in that moment, it was confirmed when I knew what point you'd left as well. And you sat down, you turned to Jim, and you asked him, oh, have I missed anything? And Jim just went, no. <laughs> I was like, well, you missed... You missed two of the main characters nearly dying. And it was just. Hey, I got a beer and it was worth it. My sort of recently heard the answer was just like, well, nothing matters, so you'll be fine. I feel like if this had been more surreal, because I I had a brief hope when we were on the first film set, where it's like hyper chaotic and there's like a literal war going on and like Mm. spears are being thrown through directorial tents. I'm like, oh yeah, sure, filmmaking was so wild in the 20s that like this is how it works. I'm like, it had a little bit of the, um, what's the guy who did, um, fuck, what's his name? Jewish comedian guy did uh, Robin Hood Men in Tights. Um, did Mel, uh, Mel Brooks? Yeah, it felt yeah, like it a had, Mel Brooks movie. It had, yeah. it had it elements had of Blazing Saddles. Yeah, Saddleton. with the guy yeah. with with Manny on the horse and a gun. Yeah, yeah I was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and okay, I was like, sure. and I was like, okay, if this is the tone that you're going for, that you've kind of gone like, okay, that hyper intense energy that we had in like the big orgy scene at the beginning, we're now going to have that level of energy in our filmmaking sequences, and everything's going to be hyper realized and super silly. And I was like, okay, if this is the film of like this sort of cartoonish view of how films are made, that'd be great. And then they just went, no, we're doing something less cool. In that respect, actually, how can you have a montage of films about filmmaking and, <laughs> and not have blazing saddles? Yeah, the bit where they break through. When they, like, yeah. yeah, when they yeah. break through from in, the screen. Into yes. like the actual filmmaker they could just do that scene again. You're like, oh. Well, I think they specifically chose films that were like, Technological advancements, which is like terminated the liquid, right? Yeah. Okay, the Avatar, 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 and 2001. I think, I think and Avatar, they, yeah. they made a specific point of like it it's all the, about technology. Oh, Wizard of Oz was the first technical yeah. film, yeah. Yeah. exactly. exactly. Yeah. But also, I was like, but I never felt that this film, like, like you said, Jim, like it was about the introduction of sound, mm-hmm. sure, but. It wasn't really about that because we were too busy wrapped up in the fucking little personal yeah. lives bullshit. Plus, like singing in the rain is a much like more about how 
um, these about actors adapting to the new medium. Yeah. Um, and that film has like a, a 15 minute song that doesn't go anywhere just because they wanted to have. Oh, the, song. the Gotta Dance thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. No, 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 no. Even that. It's a bit. Oh. It's just like we're, we're, we're just where um, um, I forget the name main guy in Singing in the Rain. Gene Kelly. Gene Kelly just goes up to the director. I'm imagining a sequence like this, and it just cuts to. Yeah, like that's the whole... Gotta Dance yeah. bit. Oh, yeah, 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 sorry, yeah, that is Gotta right. Dance. Sorry, yeah, yeah. yeah you're completely And it's right. like a whole expressionist kind yeah. of weird dance and then, thing. And, and, and then at the end, he sees a lady with a massive dress, and it's like, whoa! Yeah. And at the end, just the director says, I can't really picture it. Oh, we'll, we'll I'll get back to it. And it has no effect on the film. It's like it's right. really fun. Right. Yeah. But like, yeah, I, and I, I'm like, I really enjoy that whole sequence. <laughs> but that's the point. Like, Singing in the Rain is clearly just having fun. Yeah. And even that has more to say about the evolution of cinema yeah. than this one that is ex- explicitly about that, or at least because believes that it is. I'm, I'm also a bit like Singing in the Rain. Meaningless, but pretty. (laughs) I was going to say, like, you know, the thing that struck me is that, like, um, there's the bit where Brad Pitt's character says, like, oh, my parents went to, you know, vaudeville shows. How shameful. And I'm like, yeah, Singing in the Rain draws a direct link from vaudeville shows to the introduction of of talkies in film because it points out that you needed people who had talents who could Which do things. The main characters who started in Bonfield. Yeah! And in it's, the film. And it's like, Damien, how did you miss the point? How did you miss the point that, like... We should have a fun game of what will Damien Chazelle do next. No. <laughs> Go on. Oh, well, he's had to flee to Mexico because... Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> he lost so much money in this film that he bought from the market. Let's so. hope he makes Tom Cruise's film that goes to space. <laughs> I, have, I, I have a question for you, Morlin, and yes. anyone else who's seen... My answer to that question, by the way, would be I guarantee at some point he has talked about the remaking Cabaret. No, that's not my question. My question was going to be do you prefer this or Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? I didn't see that. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, 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 definitely. Really? Yeah. I feel like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is a more interesting film to watch, but it's more morally egregious. Here's my question, how long is Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Mm. About the same length. Oh, so it's all three hours? I think it's less, it's two and a half, probably. (laughs) I kind of think the only reason this film is three hours is because Damien was like, well, you know, it's old Hollywood, and they had made three-hour films, so I'm going to do one. Yeah, they at least had an intermission. Exactly, but that's the thing, he did it because... Of the, like, oh, he, he was trying to ape a certain, like, rather than, like, I have a story that nah, can only be told within if, three hours. If there was an intermission, we would have all yeah, We would have been good. I'm just thinking we were, again. This originally had one, but the test audience all that. We watched RRR, and RRR had an intermission built into the film, but also that movie had stakes and yeah, pacing and thematic points. And I think like, we just screamed through the intermission as well. <laughs> yeah, because we were like, whoa! Get started like, again! Like, literally, like, Five minutes prior to the thing, as a small minor set piece in a very in a much larger action set piece, one man picked up a jaguar and threw it at another <laughs> man as a weapon. It was great. Oh, good. oh, that movie was great. That is what this film was missing. Yeah. <laughs> more, ma- more weaponized no. animals. I mean, they, <laughs> they had enough. No, that's the thing. They had enough yeah. weaponized animals. Yeah. Another <laughs> one shit. wouldn't have, like, a rattlesnake <laughs> and the other, like, that I, wouldn't have saved it. To be fair as well, I think we've mischaracterized it uh, to an extent in that this isn't a film yeah. about filmmaking. It is a film yes. about Hollywood filmmaking. Yes. yes. No, that's because very that true. entire montage at the end, while you're right in saying, yes, it's about the technological advances, in filmmaking, that's also kind of just what Hollywood is yeah. as well. Yeah. It's not about the advances in storytelling, it's not 
in the advances of acting, which again there clearly are, have been. Well, but, yeah, like, but yeah, yeah nothing to do with international uh, or like yeah, no, that's what I mean. European it's, it's and that's, that's that, that, that whole speech that um, her from Legion made about. Uh, She's that's right on yeah. Legion. I was like, um, where have I seen her? And yeah, she was. Oh yeah, 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 I'm not sure. Yeah. The whole thing about how like oh this whole thing is bigger than us and bigger than you and there'll be more like this, but the machine lives on. But I'm not just, bigger like, than LA. Uh, <laughs> that's the thing. I'm just like. I don't actually agree that because she's talking. She's not talking about cinema. She's talking about Hollywood, mm -hmm. and I don't agree that Hollywood is a given, and that and that Hollywood is is all there is in cinema. Um, it's it just felt very narrow sighted. You should go away and uh, that's it. Uh, okay. No, you should. <laughs> no, you should go away after this, and when you get home, go on to iPlayer. I believe it's still there, and watch a documentary called A Bunch of Amateurs that will restore your faith in filmmaking that this has eroded, which is about the oldest and last surviving amateur filmmaking club in Bradford when Bradford should have been the British equivalent of Hollywood but stopped because it had to switch to the war effort instead oh. and like the tradition kind of died off and it's just this group of old men and a younger guy just making absolutely awful films <laughs> but it's so much fun but they Is have be kinder one but it's a documentary yeah basically. amazing <laughs> slash the vicar of Dibley like it's it's wonderful I'm in I'm okay in. because Sounds like perfect if this were honest, and if it were about filmmaking rather than Hollywood, that last montage would have featured any kid on the street just filming something with their phone. Yeah. It yeah. would have been about like, hey, the best technological leap forward is that it's become democratic. Yeah, the democratization of film. You yeah. can, anyone can make it. I've and it just wasn't. Whole life without having to watch that fucking bit where they slice that woman's eyeball open. Oh, from Shiana oh, and Dalu. Yeah. Really, on Shiana and Dalu. Watch that bit against my will. So I think, I think I've got the poison out. At this point, <laughs> much like Lady Joe did Lady to Margot Robbie when she went to your neck and sucked out the poison. Which brings us to final thoughts. Uh, Morton, could you give me your final thought on? Babylon by Damien Chazelle. Uh, go and watch some films rather than a film about filmmaking. I would agree with that, actually, yes. Mm. And that's what I was going to say. Just watch almost any other film. It'd be hard to find one as bad as this. Sean. <laughs> so, yeah, this is a three-hour chaotic mess of a film with incredibly unlikely characters, unlikable characters. And unlikely. <laughs> Well, and that's I desperately wanted to get out, and that's um, yeah. And I wonder, a little small fact apparently, Emma Stone was originally cast as Nelly, yeah, yeah, yeah. really, yeah, which yeah. is just like that bullet dodged been. Emma. Well yeah. done, well, she already did La La Land. Yeah. Oh, god, it was it was Miles Teller that was cast originally as well for this, it was the two of them it, as Manny. I think so. That's, yeah. oh. that's from La La Land. He's oh yeah, no, that, that was Miles Teller and Emma Watson yeah. were cast. Oh yeah, I, I remember hearing that. Yeah. But yeah, I'm yeah. fairly sure he was cast for this as well. Gosh. Oh, yeah, J.K. Simmons didn't make a cameo in this film. He was like, Damien, no. this is not even good enough. For <laughs> Damien, I can't. I simply can't. Uh, Nathalie, How you're... was he not a studio exec? <laughs> Your, yes. fi <laughs> Hathley, your final thoughts on. I do not like it, and Margot Robbie's face is very clearly a 21st century face. 
there's no way that she could have been a film star in the 1920s. <laughs> I'm sorry. She's beautiful. She that looks like Barbie, well. which is why she is Barbie. Yeah. I am and looking forward to Barbie. Uh, I am looking yeah. forward to so Barbie. Like <laughs> Which did a better reference of 2001. It did! It did! It did! It just like fucking filmmaking. Greta going just smarter than Damien Giselle. Booking tickets for us when they... Oh, hell yeah. I'm like hyped for Barbie. Jim, your final thoughts, please. Okay, so I saw the trailer and I just thought that that whole experience looks tedious. And then... And you were proved correct. <laughs> and, that's the when, and, and I really tried to, I, as, as much as it may not sound like it now, I really tried to go into that the film with an open mind in the hope that it would prove me wrong. And it really was just tedious for, it was exactly what I thought it was going to be. Um, and um, I kind of resent that I'm not going to get that time back and I'm genuinely angry at Shay about that. <laughs> I, I will say... I'm sorry, but all, and also Megan's fun. You should all watch Megan. I would have loved that. to have seen Megan today. <laughs> uh, Ellis, <laughs> Ellis, your final thoughts, please. Um, I've watched some bad films in the past two weeks. <laughs> Fair. Uh, we watched pretty terrible films. Oh uh, yeah, Along Came a Spider. Came a spider. Terrible. terrible film. Um, this has been the least enjoyable of them somehow still you did fall asleep during along came as well so that's nice that's for a better you. yeah is it, le film... is it less loud than this yeah <laughs> this was so terrible starting the year Just off with a bang how are we gonna talk this i resent how awake i stayed throughout this film yeah you couldn't fall asleep because it was so oh no i tried <laughs> my, my eyes drifted a little bit, but they, my ears I betrayed did, me. I did very often, just just for some respite, move my eyes off the screen, just <laughs> anywhere else. Na sure Natalie could tell how badly I was doing by how horizontal I got. <laughs> yeah, um, and I really needed to pee, and you were pressing on my bladder throughout. <laughs> just like, 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 like down this far, I was like, oh god. How oh, small were the seats? Yeah, what kind of recreation <laughs> of the first act you were doing? Pretty cozy in there. Uh, so sure. uh, mine, it's just what I've been saying throughout, which is essentially that there's these interesting queer characters and like characters of like the outsider and they don't really explore that, just like you said like, oh, they concentrate on this technological advancement, but not actually this advancement of like the the whole possibility the of, culture. Of, of culture and storytelling and how the archive hasn't shown that when like this whole film is about like, these people will be remembered. It's like, well, what about the people who were forgotten, which clearly Chazelle knows about, but decided to just like make minor characters and not to just kind of give a nod to, but not really explore, and that's kind of distressing. Checking boxes. If you want to watch a film that's about a dying era, watch Inherent Vice. That's great. If you want to watch a film about Hollywood, uh, Hell Caesar by the Coen Brothers. Yeah. Or, or, Hollywood, or Hollywood or being Singing a religion. Singing in the Rain is way better. Brad Pitt was a Coen Brothers idiot in this film that wasn't directed by the Coen Brothers. <laughs> that's okay. That's what I kept. Ooh, that's good. That's that's very true. Um, and to close off this whole thing, um, I'm gonna just say what I said on my way to the fucking bathroom. Um, Damien Giselle, you're a fucking hack. This is awful. 
I'm so angry. Please help, you fucking hack. Please but die. We have two more hours to film. No! 